Welcome to the Family Movie Night podcast, where we want to help your family have better conversations around the content you consume. This is episode 42, and we are talking about the Netflix original movie from 2021, Yes Day. And uh, I am very excited to talk about this because we have our wonderful co-hosts all in the virtual building. Uh, Donnie Dorsey, the hero of our podcast. Uh, let me just ask you this, Donnie. Is every day just a yes day for you, man? I just feel like your life is one big yes day, man. You're just a yes day, man. Um, I'm going to have to uh, be a contrarian in this, and I'm going to say no. It's, it's, definitely, oh. it's definitely much more of a no and then releasing opportunities. As there we go. I can see that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell you this. I've had Donnie Dorsey tell me no enough. It's scary enough to imagine what it would be to be his child. So <laughs> they hear that note. Like they're like, oh no, he's using his dad voice. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's a wonderful thing when you become a dad and you get to that point, you don't even have to say no. They can just see it in your eyes. They just know in your eyes. I'm going to ask you something, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> yes, very, very good. All right. And then of course the villain of our podcast, cold dead hearted sawyer hewlett uh sawyer how are you doing today doing good doing good i am uh i'm yeah i'm in a no mood as well i i echo donnie <laughs> always always mr no i'm i'm the true villain okay i'm the that's true right. villain okay that's right i can't wait i can't wait to get to it and then of course the mom of our podcast uh who herself uh i i feel like when we were talking before you said you are miss yes day so I'm heidi cooper yesterday. look at this child just came in here crying and i'm like where is daddy where is daddy and i, I can't he's he's here isn't he oh. <laughs> he's not going to find daddy oh it's not gonna be not gonna be not gonna be a fun yes day at the, at the no, yeah <laughs> yes well that's all right heidi is is as most moms pulling double duty here on her job as both mom and co-host of the podcast we're thankful for that uh but we're really thankful to be talking about this movie uh 2021's yes day which is about the following always feeling like they have to say no to their kids. Allison and Carlos decide to give their three kids a yes day, during which the kids have 24 hours to make the rules, and the parents have to say yes. But before we get to talking about that, Donnie Dorsey, why don't you tell them what it is that we do on this podcast? On this podcast, we encourage every family at Community Christian Church to have a monthly movie night. To help you and your children build memories, start conversations, that'll matter. The goal of our family ministry is to help you raise your children to love Jesus and his way of life above all other things. And we know that critical to that is for you to have routine, regular times of connection and shared experiences that help you build stronger relationships. And, you know, movie nights are just great opportunities to do that because movies are not just an easy way to share laughter and joy. Um, you know, fear and sadness in, in a safe environment. But they they also give us chances to talk about what matters most to us in ways that are meaningful and memorable with our children. And uh, on this podcast, we want to not only recommend some movies uh, that you can watch, but uh, give you some ideas of meaningful conversations you can have with your kids during or after the movie. 
And as always, the point of this podcast is not to add one more thing to our to-do list as parents that we're going to feel guilty about not getting done. Um, We just want to make it easier for you and your kids to enjoy being together and to build memories and have conversations that truly matter. So throughout our conversation today, remember that we just want to have fun and help you think of simple and easy ways to share your love of Jesus with your kids. And this movie, I think, is going to be a great opportunity to do that. I think especially with your younger kids, maybe even into to middle school age, um, there is probably a level to which your high schoolers will find this a little too saccharine sweet uh, to, to, to be uh, their jam. But I think younger kids, I know my kids in particular, love this movie. And one thing that actually came out of this movie, interestingly enough, this is a movie that... Uh, I did not even think of covering on this podcast, but my kids were watching it one day and they came to talk to me about a lesson they had learned from this movie about why sometimes it's important to say no to yourself and why it's important sometimes to follow mommy and daddy's rules. And uh, it really was a very interesting conversation. And so watching it with them uh, was a lot of fun. And we're going to talk about that. But first, I just want to talk about Uh, how this movie is a good chance to build memories with your kids, not just the conversations and the themes, but uh, does this movie work just on its level? It's a family comedy. uh, So it really is kind of designed in that way. Uh, Heidi Cooper, mom of the podcast. uh, Did this movie just work as kind of a fun family comedy? It's even got some really sweet and sappy moments. Did all those work for you? Oh, they, it totally worked for me. I loved this movie And for so many reasons, I think that like, I, um, I myself learned things from it. Like I learned like the dad, he is more of like the passive, you know, and he says like, I, I need to be a partner for her, you know, at the end, he kind of recognizes that in himself. And I was like, yeah. So like when I, um, when I am like never wanting to say no, never wanting to like put put boundaries in place because, you know, it's hard. That's just hard for me to do. Um, then it kind of creates this situation where, you know, my partner may not feel like, you know, he has a partner all the time because I'm like more defending the child and like protecting the child. Um, then, you know, just wanting to keep the peace and kind of, uh, you know, keep, keep things moving smoothly and all of that avoid conflict, you know, but It's not actually always helpful. Yeah. So that was helpful for me to see. So you would say this movie changed your life, Heidi? It was life-changing, obviously. <laughs> obviously. That, yeah, every I Jennifer Garner movie is. I think it taught me that I need to have a no day. <laughs> I think we're there you go. That. Yeah. Nathan is going to facilitate my uh, efforts because they will be <laughs> very, it's all going to be foreign to me. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, I'm on the other side of this, which is I am Mr. No, uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to go ahead and talk to Donnie Dorsey, the hero of our podcast. Donnie, uh, and uh, one of my favorite things about our relationships, uh, Donnie, uh, that we, I mean, you and I have been really, really good friends for a long time, uh, is how much we both love to laugh. Is this movie, uh, does this movie have enough moments to make you laugh that it's worth it? Oh, absolutely. Like there is like there is physical comedy. There is good jokes. There is situational comedy. They just get themselves into situations that you're like, oh, yes, I can. Yeah, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. It it definitely will will definitely be something that you could find some uh, 
good moments to laugh about. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think did did you watch this with your kids? I did. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask. When they get get to the end of the movie and there's the big party scene and the foam is going out, did your kids lose their minds? My kids were like, "Oh, oh man, mommy would be so mad." Yep. They were definitely <laughs> like, they were like, "Oh no, that's oh no, that I would not do that. That is terrible." Like they just were looking back on. Mm-mm, that's messy. I'm not cleaning that up. Like, yeah, some I, condescending kids between the two of you guys. Like, you got, <laughs> is. I'll just, I, I'll say this. I was laughing about that. My kids treated that like it was uh, the shallows of a situational horror of like, yeah. mommy would come home and find the foam all through the house. Do you know <laughs> what would happen to us? <laughs> <laughs> so, very good, very good. And if you can't already hear the uh, the ominous tones of music, uh, if you can't see the dark clouds forming on the horizon, uh, you need to know the villain of our podcast, Sawyer Hewlett, is about to tell us what he, a childless single man, thought of yesterday. <laughs> Sawyer, I'm just going to say I have a feeling, as you have always very diplomatically said, you are not the target demographic for this movie. I am I am not the target demo for this movie is, <laughs> is the best way that I can describe it. it uh, you know, you mentioned it earlier. The high school kids might not love this movie. Um, I'm still very much in that in that I'm closer to a high school kid in terms of mental demographic than I am to Nathan, Donnie or Heidi. And uh, and this movie, um, the old people, there there were funny moments. Um, I it. Yeah, there were some funny moments and we're going to have a good conversation about it. I will not be revisiting this movie. (laughs) You, You. probably until in, to his character it. for this his character he's he is no he's just the word no i'm just, <laughs> the, existence, I'm just the existence no. of negativity today. he is the okay. personification of the word no yeah so i'll say this um i know one thousand percent for sure this is a movie that when i also uh, even, even, uh, you know, I, I got married when I was, I don't know. It feels like I was two when I got married. Uh, I've been married a really long time. And, uh, I still though, before I had kids, this movie also to me would be too sappy, too silly to all of those things. But I'll say this, uh, as we get older and I, I would have not been able to see this at the time, um, the way that we view movies, cause movies are so subjective, right? They are so absolutely. And like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I communicated this. I don't begrudge anyone. For, oh, like, no, no, no. I did not take movie, that. So. Okay. I did not take that. I was just saying. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a lot of uh, high school. This is why I kind of just want. I think I can see a lot of older high schoolers who are starting kind of their cynical, sarcastic phase, which is appropriate for their age, finding this movie a little too sappy and all of that. Uh, but I think not only will your younger kids, so I'm talking about elementary age, young middle school, you know, sixth, seventh grade, they will find this kind of funny and kind of sweet. Um, but I think you as a parent will get wrapped up in it. And I'll just start by talking about the first 10 minutes of this movie as a parent are as effective to me. And I, w- I would have I would have turned off the podcast at this point when someone said this at another point. They're as effective to me as the first 10 minutes of the movie up. And what I mean is Jennifer Garner talking about and perfectly encapsulating what it feels like to become a parent when you, you first get married and everything is yes. Right. This is the finding Nemo saga all over again. You just reignited (laughs) it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying once again, it's lived experience. I think when you, when you've had the experience of, you know, my wife and I, we started dating when we were 15. 
and we got married when we were 19. And then we were 20. I was 26 when I had my first kid. Um, those that period of time, 15 to, you know, that 11 years, 15, 26, everything in your relationship and the family that you're building, right. When you're first married is yes to everything. And, oh, let's go on this adventure. Let's go do this thing. Let's go say, yes, the sky's the limit. Let's say yes. And then you get children and immediately everything is no, don't touch that. Don't do that. No, you can't go there. No, you can't. And you go from being, man, my whole family life, my my world is yes and open to adventure to feeling like because I'm responsible not only for the safety and life of a child, but really their development as a person, you feel like a lot of your life is saying no. And the desire she has as a mom to say yes to her kids uh, really is a, I felt completely relatable. Donnie, uh, you were, you were saying yes. Did, did you feel the same way in that opening 10 minutes? Like, Oh, this is my life. I mean, it definitely is because I mean, like when you first, like you said, I mean, when it first starts out, everything feels like you can say yes to everything because yeah. it's there are safer boundaries. There's a lot more knowledge of everything that's going on. Well, so you're like, both adults. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so like when you're in that, like it's, it's just yes. But when you're responsible for anyone else or yeah. anything else, you become more cognizant of the dangers and the the possibilities of things going wrong. And it's almost like that you're trying to protect yourself from the failure of getting it wrong for someone else. You know, it's like, if like, it's like when you're like, if you're spending your own money and you lose it, you're kind of like, okay, this is my money. That's fine. You're playing with house money kind of thing. Like it's, it's whatever. But when it's like, Hey, I've given you this hundred dollars and I need you to do something with you. I'm just going to put it in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're managing someone else's money and it's, yeah, I agree. So I think this movie is effective. Um, I, you know, I laughed a lot, but primarily just laughing with my kids. That's another thing I did not understand. Like I personally, I don't think I would ever just turn this movie on for me. Like, Oh, let's just have a good laugh and turn it on. But like Donnie said, watching it with your kids, watching them laugh, Man, as a parent, that's another thing. Giving them opportunities to just laugh and have a good time. I think this movie is going to work, especially once again. If you've got kids about the ages of the kids in this movie, I think the oldest girl is like 14. I think she says she's a freshman or something like that. Um, I think all of that, it, 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 it feels relatable. And it's just a, it's a feel-good time. So um, let's talk about the themes of this movie. I and mean, really, um, the theme behind this is when to help our kids say yes when as parents we want to say yes and when do we need to say no which really once again in life in the kingdom is so important um i think when it comes to being for many people their christian experience the only word they know is no that what what god really the only word god has to say to you, you know, people come and say you know god gave me a word to speak to you and what all of us think the word god gave to speak was no that thing you're about to do no that thing you really want to do? No. That thought you just thought? No. You know, that fun you want to have? No. And that's what we think it is. But so much, and this is from the writings of Paul, that every promise of God to that is fulfilled in Jesus is yes and amen. That every, every promise is yes, that God really is a God of both. There are no's because they're dangerous, but there's so much yes for us too. There's so much in God that is a life of abundance, of peace, and of joy, but that life comes about by saying no to other things. That freedom in Jesus is freedom for something, but it's also freedom from something. 
And being able to help our kids understand, I remember a lesson my dad taught me when I was a kid, and he just said it all the time. You know, you don't, I don't remember a lot of like individual lessons anyone gave, but you remember the things your mom and dad said over and over again. The thing my dad said to me all the time was, everything you say yes to means you're saying no to every other thing. There is no way to say yes to something and yes to every other thing. And so many of our kids, and this is just part of growing up. So this may just be a good adult lesson for some of us as adults to learn is there is no way I can say yes to everyone. And saying yes to everyone really means saying no to everyone because I am a limited, finite human being. I do not have the unlimited potential of Jesus. So I have to be a person who says no to some things to say yes to other things. And being able to teach our kids there are times to say no and there are times to say yes is really important. And so um, let's just start the conversation there. How does this movie help our kids to have conversations about when is it okay to say no, when is it okay to say yes, you know, all those kind of things. So anyone want to jump in there? I mean, the first thing I think about, honestly, is that it's the idea that there's love in no. Mm. Um, because I, 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 we need to let that breathe. We need we need to let that breathe. That's good, Donnie. I'm I'm a repeat. Donnie just said there is love in no. We often as parents think no is an unloving thing to say. There is love in no. All right, that's breathe. All right, go, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the thing about it too is that I think we instill that idea in our kids sometimes unintentionally that if I tell you no, it means I don't love you because mm. by saying yes, it means yes means I love you. So when you say no, children, our kids take it personally. Mm. They go, oh, well, you don't love me because you told me no. And like, mm. but instead, it's not because I'm, t I'm not telling you no because I don't love you. It's because I love you enough to tell you and to prevent you from the the dangers that are ahead because I don't see a way of it going well. Like, and it's not even like, and it's in that cautious way. It's in that yeah. wisdom. It's in that safety because I think, you know, like even with, uh, I remember like when they, when they hear the word, no, looking at their face, mm -hmm. their face says it all because they're like, Oh my gosh. Like, they don't say no this often, but because of the fact that I have a balance, I feel like of saying yes and no, my yeses are very strong and my no's feel very strong. So it's like, oh, cool. So dad is definitely on board with this. That means this is good. Like, right. you know, and I think it instills a level of confidence is that, okay, there's a reason why he's saying no, because he doesn't always say no. He says no when certain things are part of that. But like I said, I mean, it just boils down to like, no is still a form of love because God does it for us probably more often than we see. Because, yeah. you know, this idea of like, there's that yes, no, and not right now kind yeah. of thing. In prayer, right? That's yeah. what we tend to say, right? That the answers are yes, no, or wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, it's very much true because if, if we always received a yes, that doesn't show us love. It just shows that we're compliant or complacent, like compliant to the will of someone else always. Well, and I think, I think Donnie, you know, the way this movie does it, I think is really well. And this is the reason this movie, I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity is um, at the end of this movie, uh, the kind of third act, kind of like the climax of really the themes and everything is 
the younger kids end up throwing a party for themselves. That's kind of part of their yes day is that they're going to get to throw a party. But the idea was that the parents would be there to supervise. Mm-hmm. The kids end up throwing a party for themselves and it gets out of control. And what both the two younger kids, which I think they're like 11 and like six or seven yeah, or something, pretty young. It, they eventually realize, yes, without limits is terrifying. Yeah. I make bad choices when at six or 11, I say yes to everything. And what my girls came to me and said is, I never want to do that. And they yeah. came and said, I'm glad mommy and daddy tell me no sometimes because I, I I don't want to be in a scary position. And they themselves come to that conclusion. And, you know, something that you said, Donnie, I just wanted to, to hit on as well is one thing that I had to kind of repent of as a parent is that I often would say to my girls, like if they were supposed to get a consequence for, for some behavior, occasionally as parents, we just go, hey, I'm not going to give you a consequence this time. Let's just mm-hmm. talk about it. And what my wife overheard me say one time, and and she was right, was I said, you know, I'm going to be kind and not give you a consequence this time. And what she said to me, she goes, you know, I got pulled aside and taken to the woodshed. She said, you know, what you just said was when you get, when you do give a consequence, it's not kind. By yeah. saying, I'm going to be nice, I'm going to be kind and not give you a consequence, you're saying that consequences are unkind, and they're not. And I said, you're exactly right. Yeah. And I need to stop saying that. I need to stop, you know, and so we we found other ways to say it of, hey, this time I'm not giving you a consequence. But when mommy and daddy do give you, we do that because we love you, mm-hmm. because we care about you. Because it's not just there's danger for you in the sense that you are physically unsafe. There is danger of you becoming the kind of person. So when my daughters lose their temper and call someone a name or yell or speak, this is a huge one, disrespectfully. In our house, there's only three things that get consequences dishonesty, disrespect, and disobedience. If you are dishonest, if you lie to me about something, mm-hmm. if you're sneaky, that's gonna they know that's going to be a consequence. You, In fact, one of our daughters, because she just really struggles with telling the truth, I've told her, if you break the rule, if you're disobedient, but you tell me the truth about it, there will be no consequence because honesty matters that much to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's not the case with all my kids, but <laughs> with this one who really needs to learn that honesty matters, that's the thing. So dishonesty, disrespect, you roll, rolling your eyes in my house is not allowed. That is not a form of self-expression. That is disrespect and it's not allowed. Yelling, I hate you is not that there will be consequences for that. Now, that may be too much, but I know some of us think, well, they're just expressing themselves. And we try to say there are appropriate ways to express yourself, but you, and this isn't just about mommy and daddy. This is about when you get married one day, you can't yell, I hate you at your husband every day. Mm -hmm and expect to have a healthy marriage. Yep. There are forms of self-expression that are not appropriate. Yeah, 100%, because I've told them like that, like the way you in- interact with your your sibling can't always be the same way you interact with another person because the only the reason is because you know and expect the result of how your sibling is going to respond. Mm-hmm. You don't know that if you act the same way that the person, the kid that you're playing with is going to respond the same said like you might be able to say something sarcastic or something real snippy with uh, your sister or your brother, but you might say that to some kid in another location and they've had a different purview of that and they become aggressive. And like you have like your actions, like you have to, you have to be in control of like, you want to be better control of what's coming out of your mouth and your actions that you take. Well, and I think even just beyond their physical safety, I want you to be a person, and this is what this whole podcast, I want you to be a a person who loves like Jesus and disrespect is 
is is against the love of Jesus. There is yeah. no way for you to love another person and call them the names that you're calling them right yeah. now. There is no way for you to love another person and disrespect and dishonor them and treat them like they don't matter. So dishonesty, disrespect, obviously disobedience. There are rules that are in my house. And we say this to my kids all the time. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing other parents say this is, I get other parents let their kids do that. I get other parents that this is our house rules. Yep. If you break it, there's a consequence for that. So if I tell you something explicitly to do and you don't do it, those get consequences. But we allow our kids to tell us they disagree with us. You're allowed to express yourself, say, I think that's a bad idea. I don't want to do it. You're allowed to tell me that you don't like me right now. <laughs> they say that. I said, you can, instead of saying you don't hate me, say, I'm mad at you. I don't like you right now. Those are appropriate. There's nothing disrespectful about saying that. But saying I hate you, I wish you were dead. <laughs> those yeah. are, that is beyond the pale. So, there's, there is love, as you said. There's nothing unkind in giving consequences, especially when they're young. Yeah. But there is a shifting point. And this is what I love about this movie I think is important is, and we've said this a bunch of time on this podcast. I know both Jason and Ed have said it on our other podcast that in parenting, when your kids are young, no is, is your friend. Control, you want to set really strong boundaries. Less conversations, more consequences, more control, more, hey, you do what I because I is appropriate, you know, for kids 10 and younger, right? But then there comes a point as your kids start to mature and there's a teenager in this movie who wants to go to a, a concert with her friend and that's a big thing. And the mom's gut reaction is, no, you can't go do that, right? That as a kid gets older, you want influence, you want relationship. And so that work, you may have to say yes to some things you previously would have said no to. And that there's a power in the yes, because if you say no to everything, they may go behind your back and do it anyway. And now you don't have the relational influence to help. And so I think this movie deals with that. So Heidi Cooper, queen of the yes, mom herself, that, 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 um, that part of the movie was there something in the relationship with Jennifer Garner and the older daughter? You know, you've, you've had a child who now is an adult. So yeah. you've gone through this whole phase. What really spoke to you in that part of the movie? Oh, I mean, every part of it. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single thing about it. In fact, we had this exact argument. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, my son is 19. Um, it feels like he's a lot older because he's just the way he's doing life. Um, but yeah, I have no say so. He's completely independent right. and doing his own thing and adulting. And and so I have no say so in anything. And it's crazy to think like just three years ago, like I could have could have said no to anything and everything. And so I think that like having that, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I could probably work on the no part with my younger two, but I'm like grandparent parenting here. Like I've got one that's an adult and then two little ones. So right. I feel a lot like a grandparent. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> fine. You're so cute. You know? Right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, I think that that part of it, like saying no, and then having the, the relationship and having that, you know, establishing that dynamic you're talking about at some point, you know, around the age of 10, where they start to use their critical thinking, the, what they do have of it, and they start to make decisions. And there's times that you say yes to things that you maybe would have said no to or want to say no to. 
but you allow them the opportunity to prove themselves because you know that just on the other side of you know um, school and eighteen and things like that, they they can ultimately choose what they want, and right. <clears throat> you want to give them some kind of environment to start to say yes to things that they want to say yes to and no to things that they choose to say no to. Yeah. Well, and I think what I love about this movie and that part that you're talking about, Heidi, of the the concert is so um, the uh, daughter, Jenna Ortega, who is a fantastic actress, is mm -hmm. star is kind of, yeah, on the rise. She was just recently in the most recent Scream movie. And um, she's got, there's another movie coming. Oh, she was in a movie, uh, which I'll just say this. This is not a family movie. This movie is is heavy. It's called The Fallout. Uh, it's an it's an HBO original movie that came out, and it is about uh, two girls who live through a uh, school shooting, and she is one of the ones, and uh, it is uh, very profound. So I'll just throw that out there. This is not a movie necessarily for your kids, but as adults, uh, just to understand kind of this thing that's in our culture now, and um, just to understand that experience, it is a uh, it is a power, and she is a powerhouse of an actress in that movie. Um, but anyway, she in this movie is a fun loving 14 year old girl and wants to go to a concert with her friends. And the mom has said as part of the deal is she will say she has said no to it previously unless she gets to go. And she says, if I can make it all the way through the yes day without saying no to anything, the mom says this, then we go to the concert together. If I fail, you can go to the concert with your friends. Right. Well, when. They're about, I don't know, maybe two thirds of the way through the day. And they're at this, um, at this, uh, they're like a, a carnival, right? It's like a carnival or something. It's, it's Six Flags. I mean, oh, Six Flags. Flags. That's right. They're at Six Flags. And she ends up looking at her daughter's phone and she finds out that the daughter's friend that they're meeting up with is, hey, we, I've invited these older boys that we don't know. And they're going to kind of meet us at the, at the concert and we're going to hang out and Jennifer Garner flips out. Mom flips out and says, now you're not going at all. It's not going to happen. And then through a hilarious sequence of events, mom and dad end up in jail. <laughs> and so the kids are left to their own devices. A uh, 14 year old daughter goes to the concert without mom, does it behind mom's back and ends up going with this friend. But there's this part where it's kind of unclear what it is. Is it like a, like a, private room at the concert that the boys are kind of inviting them to it's a clear i, I gets, think it's like a tent in the back of the uh okay yeah like the space it starts getting dangerously close to an episode of law and order svu as well yeah. as a, at one it's, point in the movie. it is it is it's just clearly not a good environment for the daughter to be in and she identifies that and says to the friend i'm not going up there yeah. this doesn't feel right this doesn't look right i'm not going the decision her mom would have made for her she made herself. And what the mom learns by the end of the movie is maybe maybe I have instilled the right values in you that when you were younger, I said no to the right stuff and I taught you the right values that you now can make that decision. But I, as the mom, actually put you in an unsafe position because you had to do this behind my back. Mm -hmm. Because you had to go behind my back, you could, when you left your friend who did decide to go off with the boys, you hadn't. You were alone in this place where you didn't know anyone. Whereas if I knew you were there, you could have called me, gotten a hold of me. And um, the whole thing, just for any parent who's already kind of freaking out, like, oh, my God, what am I going to have to watch happen? It's all very safe. The girl ends up safe. There's a really sweet moment where the, the uh, Jennifer Garner sings uh, and gets her daughter. It's a very kind of sweet, sappy moment as a as a uh, 
once again, I'm sure Sawyer watching it was probably rolling his eyes a little bit at how saccharine sweet it was. It was I was dorky, having to wipe, but I understood the the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. You may have been rolling your eyes. I was wiping my eyes because <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it was so sweet. But uh, yeah. did you actually tear up in this movie? Uh, you know, I tear up at everything, so it's really hard to remember. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, I, I will tell you this: I did not weep. I weep openly in most movies. In fact, my my girls make fun of it. I, I heard they were at my parents' house, um, watching a movie with them, and they were watching my dad to see if my dad would start crying. And I, I've seen my dad cry at movies, but he not at the level that I have, certainly. And they said, he said, "What are you doing?" They said, "Daddy always cries at movies." We were going to see if you were going to cry. So, so anyway, Heidi, did you, did you, did you at least well up with some emotion at that point when the mom gets to sing? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thinking about me and Jackson and our songs. Oh, there you go. That's right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think one thing that I was going to say too, is that like that situation that the daughter finds herself in and it's like, you see on, you see on so many levels, like how kids should trust their parents. But that I was glad that they showed that kind of juxtaposition of like this mom, her daughter was responsible and she was mature to the to the point that a 14 year old needed to be maybe not to be at that concert by herself, but to make decisions in in, you know, questionable situations. And she was still concerned about her brother and sister and stuff like that. And so I think it it was kind of good um, <clears throat> that it showed both sides of it that, you know, yeah. we as parents um, can underestimate our kids at times um, or not, not give them the responsibilities. Cause I know this is something that I struggle with is like giving my kids the opportunities to fail, you know, the opportunities yeah. to struggle. And so I think that that, that also was a good point that they made in that, you know, movie. Well, and I think you had mentioned this before we were filming about this movie kind of gives you a chance just as a parent. So this maybe that's not the conversation with the kid, Uh, because here's the conversation I had with my kids about those two moments. Those two moments are at the end where really both kids learn different lessons. The younger kids learn really, oh, I'm glad my parents are in control and they tell me no, because man, we almost destroyed the home. The other girl, the parent had to kind of learn, oh, I can trust my daughter. And she even kind of says like, I wish you were here. Like, This may have been too much freedom doing this behind your back. So like everyone learns the right lesson. And I was able to say to my girls, I have one daughter. My oldest daughter is a preteen and she gets to have more freedom, more responsibility than my younger girls. And I say to them, this movie is why? Because Destiny, who's our oldest, she has earned our trust. She does. She she you know, she is honest. She's respectful. She's obedient. So because she's obedient, respectful and honest, we can lessen the amount of commands and rules on her because I now know she understands. And so we give her a little bit more freedom. If you want to get to that point, this is what it looks like. And you will get there because you girls are obedient, respectful, and honest. But, you know, part of what it is, and Donnie and I kind of said this earlier, I think, and I can't remember if this was when we were recording or not, but it is really unfair to my six-year-old to trust her like I trust my Mm 11-year-old. Because she does not have the critical thinking. It doesn't say anything about her character. It's not because I think she's a disrespectful girl or a disobedient girl or a dishonest girl. She does not have the critical thinking skills to make the right decision because she's just not old enough yet. 
And it's not fair to her to not put boundaries and consequences around her. It is actually the most loving and uh, caring thing to do to have that level of control when she's six so that I can actually trust her because, and this is what I've seen. And I know both Jason and Ed have talked about this. So I'm really just kind of, you know, cribbing their wisdom because they've been through this before I have, but they talk about, you know, what ends up happening is because you didn't say have enough control when they were little, when they're old enough, you try to take control because Mm -hmm. now you're scared. And the consequences of messing up the house are not as big as that daughter going to that tent and being in a really dangerous situation. And now I want to take control. Whereas if I had had more control when they were little, I could, I could trust that when they're older, they're going to make the wise decision. Now, here's what I was saying that Heidi was saying earlier. She said, this movie gives you a chance as a parent to think about parenting from wisdom and not from fear or guilt, right? Uh, Jennifer Garner is really parenting from the fear of what could happen. What could happen? What are other people going to do? Um, But wisdom doesn't just mean, let me know the wise boundary. Wisdom is also knowing my daughter and I know her character. And I know the kind of decisions she would make. And Wisdom would have told her, oh, I can trust her a little bit more. Heidi, you want to talk a little bit about that idea? You had talked about the thing of her saying, oh, there are all these people that I that you're going to interact yeah. with that you've never interacted with before. Yeah, she's talking about that. And it's like, well, I think, you know, our kids are exposed to so much just online that like sure. there's not a lot of scenarios where we can like protect them like parents used to be able to in the good old days you know Um, or that they thought they could you know like they just didn't know what their kids were being exposed to smoking in the bathroom and uh, the good old days of the 60s when you just smoked in the high school yeah (laughs) you went went right outside well now they do that too except it's yeah anyway but um but yeah i think that's kind of like that that um whole thing with the parents and looking at it through the lens of the parents like the dad is like oh i i don't get to be around them as much and so you know he he doesn't say no because he doesn't want to feel guilty about having to spend his you know his lesson time with them saying no and then the mom is like yeah but i'm with them all the time like i have to protect them from so much you know and so I think it's just kind of um, both parents aren't necessarily right in the motivate motivator there behind why they're saying what they're saying. And that for me was good. Like I need to say, no, I'm more, more in line with the dad, but I am the one who's with them all the time. Whereas my husband is the no person. And, and it's weird because our personalities aren't necessarily don't match that, but yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like kind of viewing, um, viewing it through the lens of like, am I parenting out of guilt? Am I parenting out of fear? You know, those types of things help us to better see what would God want me to say? Is this an area where God wants me to say yes and get over my fears and let them experience, you know, life like they need to at this stage in life? Or, you know, is it an area where I need to say no and it, and it honors God that I yeah. set this boundary and then they, you know, as, as they get older and I'm not there to set that boundary for them, that boundary remains in place because I've taught them that that's the best way to, you know, that's the right way to put boundaries in place. 
and Heidi, I just kind of want to end there with your your final two points there. One, the importance of parents being on the same team. You know, Edgar Ramirez's character, the dad, kind of learning like I'm not supporting my wife by by being the yes man all the time. That makes her look like the bad guy, and that's that's not helpful. So I think parents being on the same page is huge. Yes, Sawyer. I will say one thing I did abjectly like about the movie is Edgar Ramirez, his presence in the movie. I thought a yeah. he had a good arc, and b he actually did have some good comedic chops, which I did not expect Edgar yeah. Ramirez to have comedic chops. But yeah, so I think I think that character is great. I think the other part that you mentioned there, and you didn't really get into this, Heidi, but it just struck me: our job as parents, as Christian parents, is to honor God with our parenting. These are not our kids. Yeah, stewardship. Yeah, yeah. These are not our kids. They do not belong to us to shape however we see fit. Uh, we yeah, can. it goes back to what Donnie was saying earlier, actually, because he was saying, you know, we're if somebody gives you a hundred dollar bill, it's not yours. Yeah. And so you think differently about how you spend it. And so like a lot of times when we, you know, you can pull both lenses on that. We can look at it like we're stewards and God has equipped us and he yeah. will continue to equip us for every moment, equip us for every moment that we need to, to navigate yeah. with our kids. But when you think about, well, this isn't my kid and I'm so responsible for all this influence and all this like establishing who they are as a person that can get overwhelming. There's where that fear side comes in though. So that's why it's so important yeah. that we, that we stay connected to the vine stay, you know, that abiding in him so that as we navigate, which I'm not, I'm, I'm sitting here telling you, I'm reevaluating all my no's and yeses. After this movie, <laughs> I think I need to like practice the word no a lot more. I just had my nieces from Colorado. And so it was a full week of just yes, 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 yes. Right. And I realized it wasn't crazy for my kids. Yeah. It was kind of normal. And so anyway, I'm just mm -hmm. saying like, this is not something I get right, but I think it's, it's, there's. Well, there's and all of us, a I think point, it's. A, 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 a point towards Jesus either way. <laughs> just yes. just go back to him, just center with him. And and that will be how you figure out this path forward. Well, I think that's a good final word for us there. Uh, our job is to honor God with our parenting. It is not to shape my family in the way that is most fun or enjoyable or comfortable for me. It's not, I say no to everything because I, as mom, I just be, I'm so afraid to let you go off and try things. And it just, I, you know, that would make me uncomfortable. So I'm going to say no. It's also not to say yes to everything because I don't want to be the bad guy ever. It's, it really is. I want to honor God and really seek him in everything and say, God, what would you have me do as mom? What would you have me do as dad? How would you have me be a husband, a wife, a teammate in this situation? Um, and he, the good news of that is, as you said, I don't have to be responsible for the results. If I seek God and everything, I don't know how my kids will turn out. But I can trust that God is, is going to be a better father to them than I could ever be. And he is going to continue to pursue them and protect them and guide them even when I can't. And so uh, that's our hope. I hope you guys watch this movie. I hope you have a lot of fun. And most importantly, you continue to raise your kids to love Jesus and his way of life even more. We'll see you next time.